Hey everyone, it's Tom Kradza, and on this episode of the Your Life, Your Term show, we have Dan Thiessen and Tyler Hebron from Radix Performance in Oakville. This is the gym that a bunch of us go to, and really, there was no goal here, big goal here. It was just chatting, out, ch- chatting, hanging out. Um, we went through some, some workout stumps stuff. I can't speak obviously some fitness uh, stuff um, and some pre-workouts that they take. Um, I was asking them just about why I'm so sore starting back up into the workout game after not going to the gym for about three and a half months. Um, So just a random discussion of all things fitness. So uh, if you like that kind of thing, I think you'll grab a nugget or two from this talk. These are just absolutely two great guys. Um, Dan's always up to some great charitable work. You're going to hear some of the things that he's doing around that. Tyler is just absolutely uh, crazy and insane and such a good-hearted guy. So wait to hear about some of the stories that he shares. And look, before we dive in, if you're listening to this, I just want you to know that over the next 60 days, so depending on when you're listening to this, it might already be done. But if you're listening to this as we release this over the next 60 days, we're going to be answering questions on Instagram. So any sort of real estate investing questions that you have, or really any questions in general, you can follow us at Rockstar Inner Circle on Instagram and Alex on our team who handles a lot of the video production and a lot of the things that we do on social media, including our Instagram account. He is going to be helping me answer all your questions on Instagram. So if you can post a question on Instagram, you'll get right through to us. Um, comment on the post that we just released recently about this or just fire us over a message. However you'd like to communicate on any of the comments on any of the posts that we put on Instagram, we'll get those. We'll start answering the questions. You can check Check us out on Instagram at Rockstar Inner Circle. I think that's it. With that, let's get on with the show. Are you ready to live life on your terms? Is it time to take charge? Real estate, business building, the economy, health and nutrition, and more. It's the Your Life, Your Term Show with Tom and Nick Carazza. Are you ready? Let's go. Okay. We are live with Tyler and Dan and Dan Thiessen. Is that the real way to say your last name? Yeah, there's just a silent H. Thiessen. 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 Yeah. And Tyler Hebron. That's it. Am I saying it right? Yeah, Hebron. What's the background of Hebron? I have no idea. I don't know. My dad's English. Your dad? Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I have no, I have no idea. Yeah, I just want to explain because Dan, you've been on here. So Dan is yep. the owner of Radix in Oakville. Um, I was going to make a joke. We're going to save that for a second. Okay. But, uh, Tyler, Tyler's, uh, what are you, what do you call yourself at Radix? One of the uh, trainers at Radix? Yeah, coaches. Coach, coach. One of the coaches. One of the coaches. At, yeah. Okay. And, uh, you, you mentioned, uh, bicep veins a second ago. Yes. You guys would, if, uh, my aunt, uh, who I was really close with passed away, uh, last year, every time I went to Croatia, when I was dumped out there uh, off there in the middle of summer and I would like go harvest potatoes at the end of summer and like, take cows out and do all this crazy stuff. Nice. She was the one who took care of me. Uh-huh. This lady, you had to see her biceps. Really? Oh, really? Oh my God. She would get a bag of potatoes. I don't know if you've ever known like a burlap, 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 burlap. Burlap? With a P, with a P. Is burlap. burlap. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, you're Thank welcome. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Burlap. Tyler knows that because Tyler <laughs> sleeps in a burlap bag. Pretty much. <laughs> burlap everything. A, a, a burlap ba- uh, a sack of potatoes. I don't know if you know how much that weighs. No, that it sounds heavy. It's, it's heavy. Yeah. She would pick that up with like one hand, not even close to her body. Like just like yeah. grab it like this, throw it on her shoulder, and then just like attach it to the side of a donkey. That's like amazing. it was nothing. That's and, and I, mean, I rem- functional I, yes. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I remember seeing this woman's biceps and the vein that would come through the bicep. And I remember thinking, holy, my aunt is strong. Jack. Jack. But yeah. that's just working on the farm. Oh, yeah. like, yep. just 
Yeah. So, farm, like you said, functional fitness yeah, all, yeah. all day long. Farm boy strong. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. But there's one story. And Dan, I don't know if I, uh, we're going to get to some proper fitness stuff in a second. Yeah. But I heard this one story about Tyler that I need to know is true that Nick told me or something. Did you jump yeah. off uh, it's Oakville Place shopping mall? Did you yeah. jump from one level to the second yes, level? From, you, could, you tell me. Yeah. I got to know. I got to know what happened. So I was on the, the second story of the mall. It's split into two levels. And there was a kiosk down on the first floor and my thought process was i could jump from the top onto the kiosk down to the floor like this the first is level not a normal thought so, process so, so you would hit the you would hit the roof of the kiosk yes yeah okay yeah and land I, on the roof and then from there just jump was the off. roof angled no it was like uh the top of it was flat it kind of looked like uh like a trellis type thing and okay. it had like this giant cross beam that was like all wood and i was like i'll just land on that and then jump off. And this was a dare. Like your buddies are like, hey, Tyler. No, no. This was just. This, this was, was his thought process. Were you process. working in the mall? At the time? Yeah, I had. A, I worked at HMV at the time. Yeah. <laughs> so you worked in the mall? I wasn't. Were you by yourself? Uh, no, I had some friends there. But I wasn't um, I wasn't working at the time. I was like off off work. But just. No, I get it. Yeah, I get yeah. it. But like no one dared you? I no, assume no, no, this no. was a dare. No, I've done lots of stuff that would sound like a dare. That's not. A okay. Dare. So you, so what happened? You jump on this thing, jumped on the thing and it split in half. It wasn't like one full piece. It was like two separate halves and the one half just tipped over. And you obviously lived. So you, yeah, made, yeah. did you break anything? I broke 400 and almost $500 worth of stuff. Uh, no, I mean your body. No, my body was fine. Yeah, the kiosk is yeah, the kiosk is so a mess. Did you I was just fine. Take off running? Like, no, no, no. What was I, it like a sunglass hut or something? Yeah, it had like there was like sunglasses and phone cases and just like uh, random odds and ends. Okay, so they th- these guys then found you and said, "Hey, you owe us." I didn't run. run. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was just like, "Oh, I did this," and then they were like, "Yeah, you got to pay for all this." I was like, "Okay." <laughs> and then I got a year ban from the mall, even but though I worked there. So yeah. Did you sneak into work at the mall? Like they didn't check or anything. It's not like they scanned. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I just kept going back. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Holy smokes. Okay. And then how did you two, how did you end up, you know, being, coming a coach at Radix? Oh, okay. So I have a lot of friends from high school. They're a year older than me that already work at the gym or not work at the gym, but like go, they've been going there they for members, years. Yeah. OG members from like garage gym days, yes, right? Yeah. Like 10 year members. Yeah. Your brother, yeah. Jacob, all them guys. So, uh, I went, lived out West X amount of years, came back trying to get back into CrossFit. And I knew all those guys were already working there or working out there. So decided to get, give it a shot with my buddy. And we started going there. So I started working out there for... Okay, I had forgotten that. You were just working out at Radix. And yeah. then you approached him and said, hey, do you want to be a coach here? Yeah, he approached me first, actually. Yeah. He said, if you're if you're looking for a trainer to do some... Like, he had his CrossFit level one already. So if you need somebody to coach classes or if, uh, maybe I could take clients. And uh, it was kind of perfect timing because one of our... Uh, coaches at the time was just kind of on his way out got it so it wasn't after he asked me it wasn't more than like a month or so where i needed a coach so i was like uh, kind of reluctantly like okay i'm gonna hire because you knew about this guy already <laughs> yeah this is the, yeah the he, energy, he had some stories it, it, the energy that you uh, that tyler brings into oh, the gym is just phenomenal yeah. man but uh, wait i need to understand a few other things though because yeah. you're you're definitely unique mm-hmm. Person. Call, he's an in a good way. Yeah, yeah in a good yeah. way. You already had your CrossFit level one, so I don't get it. You're born in Ontario. You go out west to live and check out out west for a little yes. bit. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're you decide to come back here. Yes. Why do you have your CrossFit level one certification? Before I went out west, I was actually working for another CrossFit gym here. Like that was kind of like my first into CrossFit, and I was doing that previously to going out west. Got it. So yeah. you had that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got it. And then before that, you obviously went to the gym. 
So yes. you were doing regular body, what do you call it? Bodybuilding. Bodybuilding. Yeah, just yeah. like, yeah, classic bodybuilding. Yeah. 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 You and Nick. Yeah, you exactly. And Nick, yeah, just exactly. Like, you guys were probably at the same gym. Except maybe maybe sharing a mirror together. Way stronger and better looking than I was, that's for sure. Yeah, like yeah. CrossFit, I, definitely. I, I don't know about any of that. Let's not, Nick's not here to defend himself, <laughs> so we can totally yeah. attack him. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But, that's uh, fair. Well, he's, I'm definitely better looking and stronger than Nick. There, there we go. go. That's we have true. That on the Okay, but you were doing bodybuilding stuff. I'm curious, why did someone like you who had been doing bodybuilding, regular bodybuilding stuff. Yep. Why did you try out the CrossFit stuff? Well, it was always, I've heard of CrossFit at the time and it seemed interesting, but I never really had like an opportunity to do it. And then I wanted to get like, start working in the gym industry. And through this gym, I was like, okay, they, they do CrossFit here. This is going to be a good place to like start, feel it out, see what it's like. And that was really my entry level into the whole CrossFit scene. Okay. Got it. And I don't know if I remember this right, but I think it was last year at the CrossFit open. So if you're listening to this, the CrossFit opens this like global thing where everyone who thinks they can do these CrossFit workouts, myself included. I, uh, you try and do this CrossFit open thing. Mm-hmm. Dan and Tyler can are actually strong and like fit. There's some of us just try and do shit. Actually, the look of disappointment on Dan's face when he sees you performing in a way that you don't think, he, he's like, I know what's going through Dan's face sometimes because he's like, I really thought Tom would be a little bit better at this than he is. You yeah. know, you could see oh, you, yeah. you're, no, letting him, you're, you're letting him down. Yeah. And, uh, but uh, anyway, <laughs> you did this one workout. I forget what it was. I feel like it was cleans or snatches was, or something. I, if it's the workout that I think you're talking about, it was thrusters and pull-ups. Okay, so thruster, just for, for, for perspective, this is like a, like, you know, just a weightlifting bar, like yep. an Olympic weightlifting bar. My yeah, well, right? yeah, well, any kind of bar that you, like, if you don't do CrossFit, you would bench press with. Yeah, so like a yeah. bench press bar <laughs> with weight on it. I forget, maybe it was 135 pounds. No, 95. 95 pounds. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then you were doing, uh, what did you say, cleans? Uh, thrusters. Thrusters. So yeah. that's something where you'd bring the bar kind of up to your shoulders, then you would squat down, and then as you stand up, you would raise the bar over your head, and you would go up and down like that for a whole bunch of times. Mm-hmm. This guy does that workout, The and then I think there was, bur- there was something else in it too. And then we're all devastated after you do the workout. Mm -hmm. If you've never done something like this, you have to understand you are devastated after these workouts, like devastated Tyler in my memory. And I don't, I don't even know if I can trust my own memory. I feel like Tyler did it, waited 10 or 15 minutes. I feel like you had a beer. I don't know if you had a beer or not. That was the second time around. Oh, not, was that not, the yeah, second? Oh, it was okay. not in between the two oh, workouts. Okay. I yeah. feel like in my memory, you had a beer. There was a beer. Okay, so there, you didn't have a beer. Yeah, but yeah, like yeah. everyone else is still like lying on the floor, barely recovered, saying, I'll never do this again. Nick yeah. was dying. I, Nick, Nick, every, yeah. every, Nick, and then, I never seen Nick look like that though. That workout had him, like he like left the gym for and then laid out down outside so that he could cool right. down. I yeah. forgot about that. was like in a world And when Nick's in pain, he really doesn't like anyone to be talking to him. That's why he left. And that's when I loved Talking to him the most, yeah, yeah. like and yeah. I like touching his face no, when I'm talking. I like, remember. Nick, are you okay? Are you the bear? Right. I yeah. remember yeah. Nick in the workout in a open workout doing handstand push-ups, and you look at Tom looks at me, and he's like, "I'm gonna make him so mad right now." <laughs> yeah, totally. I love making yeah. Nick. Mad. I'm out of here before yeah, something yeah, goes yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so easy to make Nick mad. It's great when he's not here to defend himself because you can just pick on his form a little bit or yep. just say, "Wow, like, dude, I'm surprised. Like, you're going that slow. Like, <laughs> can you just pick it up a little bit?" Yeah. And he he doesn't oh, take it as a joke man. ever. Yeah. It's always oh, a yeah. challenge to his yeah. manhood, right? He's like freaking out. <laughs> For sure. But at one time at the uh, no, I won't share that. I was gonna. Sh- yeah, I was going to share that time he punched the brick wall. Oh, yeah, he did do that. Yeah. I I was like two feet away from him. Thought my life was going to end for yeah. a second. It can get scary. Yeah, it does. He's intense, it does. dude. He's just, in, and the weirdest thing is he's not trying to be competitive. But he's just really intense with yeah. himself. Yeah, like yeah. if he's not performing to the level he thinks he should be performing at, and he just gets intense with that's himself. That's it. It's literally to do with nothing else. 
for him, which is cool to see. Yeah, that, yeah. He's like, just if competing. it's like, oh, like everybody's watching me and I made a fool of myself, it's not. No, like he that. doesn't care. It's like I should have been able to do it. I've been working out for how long? Yeah, and I'm yeah. Like, oh what man. is wrong with me? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's been. Uh, I think it's. He always says that some of that comes from when we were kids. I used to. Uh, he's like, you tormented me when you were, we were younger because I would be lying in our family room watching TV and I would want something from upstairs. And I'm like, he was five years younger than me, so maybe okay. I was twelve and he was like seven or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, Nick, can you get me something from my room? He's like, no. I'm like, come on, I'll, I'll time you. One, <laughs> two, and then he would like run yeah. off and get it, and yeah. he'd come back. He's like, how yeah. fast was I? And I forgot, like I wasn't yeah. even timing him anymore. I'm like, oh. Uh, 13, dude, good job, right? And and he said the day that he figured out, like after years of me doing that to him, that I was like not even paying attention. He goes, I just, he was so upset with me. (laughs) Anyway, Tyler, getting back to to your original story. You did the workout. It devastated all of us. Nick's devastated. We're all devastated. Mm. Um, And you, like 10 minutes later, you do this workout a second time. I knew I could go faster. I knew I could go faster. And he went faster, which is the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. It defies science. (laughs) It goes beyond those people who say, like, you know, you need science to prove it. You're wrong. Yeah. Sometimes you you just feel it. No, but sometimes I think it's just the power of the mind. Like, you just decide, I'm going to go faster, and you go faster. Mm -hmm. It was horrible. Like, don't get me wrong. I was not feeling good. But, like, I just knew, I, I felt like I was moving better at the end of it for the first time around. I was like, I can do this again. I can do it. And, so and then he shot gun the then beer. the beer came yeah then you the shot the beer afterwards yes yeah. so for anyone listening to this you have to understand this probably isn't a normal day at the gym <laughs> so this is you know the gym's a very welcoming kind of place yeah. but uh this particular day was awesome i yeah. think everybody was just in yeah. shock and oh, this whole yeah. thing so i want to ask you guys like what do you guys both take um when you go to the gym as a pre-work do you both take pre-workout drinks or supplements of some sort before you work out can i ask you both that question yeah yeah you want to start with me sure yeah so i did and for years i did and even um before i had surgery i did but i don't right now because uh my workouts are different they're more rehab based because you're rehabbing through your shoulder shoulder surgery so um but i like i liked pre-workout I like okay, the, the, the idea of, of the pre-workout drink is like a rookie like me yeah um it's, I, stim- I, it's some type of stimulant that whether it's caffeine or there's different ones typically it's caffeine mixed with some other things like atp arginine is something that they uh, will say will give you a pump so depending on the pre-workout you're going to get a different mix of those things and depending what you're looking for um and but you do feel a difference like it gets you, it gets you going. So the idea of a pre-workout is just really to get you, your body in a biochemical state that's a little bit more prepared to work out. Yeah. So like the, the research on caffeine, for instance, is that if you take caffeine before you work out, you're able to go longer and harder, stuff like that. Right. So if, if you didn't have it there, maybe those last two or three reps, you could have got out of, you know, your set or your, your Metcon or whatever you're doing they wouldn't have been there for you to take. And typically those last, like for instance, bodybuilding, those last two to three reps are actually the reps that really matter when it comes to building muscle. Or those might be the two to three reps in the open that take you a hundred spots in front of a hundred other guys in the world, right? So that's, that's kind of what they're working with. Now, other stuff like arginine in the pump, it's different. That's more of a bodybuilding like when i'm crossfitting i'm not looking for a pump okay that, i was that asking you're, you're taking something that actually gets you a bigger pump yeah because mm-hmm. for what you're looking for there for for building muscle is more blood flow more nutrients in the muscle when it breaks down to build and get bigger 
when I'm crossfitting and I'm trying to get my best time, I do not want to feel pumped up because then I'm like, I need to drop this because the pump is too much, you know? So it depends on what you're doing and what you're looking for out of your pre-workout. I think most people think they're getting something that they're probably not actually getting out of their pre-workout, but okay. Got it. But opinion. you still take one. Not right not now. Right now. You're not I doing was. So what I personally look for, what I personally like in my pre-workout that I find yeah. has worked well for lifting heavy, especially lifting heavy is the caffeine and then ATP. ATP. Um, what do you mean? You, I thought ATP is not something you can take. Yeah. Oh it? yeah, there is. You can definitely take. Oh ATP. really? I thought yeah. ATP was something produced in your body. It is. So you can, yeah, it's like creatine, right? So, uh, ATP is the initial, the initial muscle contraction you have, the initial energy comes from ATP, but you can take it orally and then you can have more in your system to get better muscle contraction. Are are those pre supplement things that you've recommended that I've been taking for the last little bit? Does that have ATP? Yes, it it does. Oh really? Yeah, dude. I like, I I know you take care of us. I don't even know. I just listen to you. I'm like, Dan (laughs) says, take this. I take this. I I take the exact same one for that. I give you guys. Okay. And I would never do anything else besides that. And uh, Tyler, you take the same one or do you do a different, do you take a pre-workout? Tyler was born with ATP flowing through his yeah i feel like you don't have an energy problem man (laughs) so i used to rely on pre-workout all the time i would take it even when i don't like necessarily need it but uh i've been stepping away from it a lot lately actually in fact i don't take it at all anymore so i think it's smart to go especially in cycles you could get really reliant on it and then you could end up with stuff like adrenal fatigue and whatnot so you can't be doing that all year long man you just you're just really pushing your body too much that's why it's been good for me to come off it as well. But I think it's smart for him to do the same. Really? Yeah. yeah so I've stepped away from it pretty much completely uh, for but the like, last while. He drinks coffee every day. So he's That's, getting his caffeine. Yeah. Here. So I, d- I love coffee. And I heard you were a coffee snob. I am. I love a huge yeah. coffee snob. Yeah. He, he refuses Tim Hortons. Oh, yeah. Like oh. he'll like get this yeah. off of my so even kind of, Even Starbucks. I'm like. Uh, oh, yeah. I had an espresso shot at Starbucks yeah. down here in Oakville yeah. not too long ago. I'm yeah. like, I almost wanted a refund. Yeah. Oh, did I'm you like, have you guys had the espresso that you're serving? This is brutal. Yeah. Did you give him a bad Google review? No. No. I don't do any of that. I don't have time for that. Yeah. I'm not going to give anybody yeah. a bad Google oh, review, but Starbucks F you. No, but yeah, but the, the espresso was garbage. Like it was pure garbage. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. It's not good. I don't think anyone's drinking their espressos because in my mind, I'm like, oh my gosh, I get it. Everyone here has these fancy coffees yeah. where they just like put like all this other stuff in it. No one's actually tasting the quality of the espresso. Yeah, because it's bad. So what coffee do you drink? Uh, I just make my own usually. I buy coffee beans, grind my coffee. Like French and roast? Uh, I, do, I do French press sometimes. Most French of the time roast. just, yeah. <laughs> French, yeah. Uh, pour overs, just like it's oh, basically. It's good. Yeah. He, he made me one on Sunday morning. Because yes. I told it, him it takes a little bit more time, but yeah, but it's kind of a little bit therapeutic, also. Yeah, when, I enjoy it. I find it. It's like yeah, therapeutic in a sense for sure. I like it when we're in in the summer when we're on vacation. I will grind my own beans yeah. manually. Yeah, and it takes I have, quite a little while to exactly grind those beans. That's exactly what I have. Yeah, and then I have a French press. Yeah, and I test how much coffee in the French press, and yep. I make it, and then I just find the whole process like awesome. It is, and I do really enjoy it in that sense. Yeah. And okay. I like coffee so much. That's one of the reasons I've stepped away from pre workout. I have enough of coffee as it is. And pre-workout, I was just like adding on top huh. of the caffeine intake. <clears throat> Typically in the pre-workouts, the caffeine amount in milligrams is like pretty high. Too. Yeah. What's, what's pretty high? Do you know? Yeah. So like anything over, so like a typical uh, coffee is like 100 milligrams-ish. Um, you're looking at like 300 plus usually with pre-workouts. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, you're yeah. just jacking yourself. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. And yeah. I was finding that it was like affecting my sleep. So I'd rather get my like caffeine intake from coffee. 
as opposed to getting it from like that pre-workout. Was, that was also always a rule with me. If I, I if I was working out after noon, I wouldn't take pre-workout because it would like it. it would keep me up and yeah, not my yeah. sleep oh, wasn't yeah. proper. Yeah, we I just had an espresso now. I usually never have one this late in the day. Yeah. After twelve, I find it it affects my sleep. I'm sensitive to coffee. Yeah. That twenty three and me test where you see if your DNA, how you pro, if you're a fast oh, metabolizer. One of those, yeah, eh? where if you're I'm a slow metabolizer of yeah. coffee. So and probably I, like a twelve hour kind Yeah, of like I know right now I'm like, eh, probably shouldn't have had that, but yeah. what the heck? It's great coffee. Yeah. yeah. Um uh okay. So pre workout and then for someone who's doing you know, like they're not you guys going to the gym. Mm-hmm. They're me. Yeah. Pre-workout, you still think like, let's say I'm going to the gym two or three times a week and I'm like a wreck level yeah. of doing anything, either going to like a, you know, a regular kind of um, gym or a CrossFit gym. Still pre-workout might be a good idea as long as you're not overdoing it. Yeah. Personal preference, really. If it yeah. works, for, if you find it works for you, why not? If you don't like it, okay. don't take it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And right. yeah, I think it can work. It's, you're working out three times a week. You take it three times a week. It's not going to You're not. Gonna, yeah. Okay. And then what about, the process. so now after the work, I feel like the after workout stuff's way more important. Is that, do you think that's yeah, true? Yes, okay. yes and no, but like generally, yes. What do you, okay, what do you take? So Dan, what do you take after a workout? Now, I know you're going through rehab stuff, yeah, yeah. your workouts, I'm say, but in general, what would, mm-hmm. what would you take? Uh, so definitely a good source of protein that would uh, uptake quickly. So some type of protein powder that um, we could have a whole different discussion of protein powders, but... Uh, the things I look for in my protein powder is that there's just no artificial sweeteners because they can mess your gut up pretty good. So I just make sure it's flavored with stevia. And uh, so I'll have a protein shake. Then I make sure that I get some uh, quick uh, carbs. So something that can uptake quickly is more like a sugar-based carb that I wouldn't eat uh, any other time throughout the day, but I'm trying to get that uptake to help me recover. That's faster. in the post workout shake. Yes, I As make I, a shake because it's way easier, like to sit there and like put down a meal after you. Okay, work so out. what's it's the tough. carb component? Like a banana? Could a banana? A or? banana could work. Uh, yeah, fruit can work. Sometimes I throw maple syrup in there. Something with some sugar. I try not. I try to stay away from like buying uh, bulk. Um, sugars that are made from corn and stuff like that but which are advertised as like gainers or whatever okay so protein that. powder some carb yep and the carbs not like a powder based thing it's no, like you're putting I try in to some get kind some of food. good nutrient okay yeah. so maple like syrup maple syrup banana, banana. okay uh, de- depending on what i've done in that workout will change how much i take in but typically like a two to one ratio two carbs one protein so if my protein's 30 grams then my carbs around 60 grams that's like a, a good ratio to have and then i don't there's like barely any fat in that because i want like fat slows down your digestion so you want the uptake to be quick and that's the kind of the best way to do it okay and then what about creatine when yeah, do i take creatine i take it after some people take it before I, the bit the main thing with creatine is consistency in like a five gram dose which is a teaspoon um throughout your week uh, just to make sure that your creatine levels stay where they should so that your muscles can use them properly. Okay, so like f- uh, I'm turning 47 this month. So 47-year-old yep. guy who comes to the gym as like, let's face it, rec kind of guy. Mm-hmm. I know I'm a game. I'm really a games level athlete. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> elite intermediate rec, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. But, you know, uh, yeah, advanced rec, intermediate rec. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Thank you. Do I take, do you advise someone like me taking creatine? Depending or, on your goals. Okay, but my goal is just to be healthy and fit. It, it can help you be stronger. Okay. It can help you uh, 
carry a little more muscle size. And but it like when I say that and people think like, oh, I'm going to be bloated with water or something. Everyone like tells that. me I haven't found a, that creatine bloats no, me at all. No, and it doesn't. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. But it's like a, one of those like gym myth kind of things. Okay, but like, I, I but I read the more I read about creatine, the more I think even at my age and for what I'm doing, I'm like, this seems like one thing I should almost take every day. Yeah, you should. Yeah, yeah. It's a daily thing. I have it every day in the morning, first thing, yeah. pretty much. And okay. I'll take mine once a day. Okay, well. so it just hold, helps you hold lean muscle mass. Is that yeah. fair? And, and helps with muscle contraction which helps you be stronger and okay. get more out of your workouts. Okay, got it. Yep. Got it. Okay. So protein, um, creatine, the carb. Carbs. What else is in a pro, uh, in your in your post uh, workout? I put some glutamine in there in the same amount. 1 it, teaspoon of glutamine. That's is, L-glutamine. L-glutamine okay. is uh, 5 grams. I do that on a daily basis. It helps with uh, recovery. Uh, it also helps with uh, like Dr. Cowan will use it as part of his protocols for uh, repairing your gut. So it's good for your stomach, helps which helps your body absorb nutrients better, stuff like that. But okay, okay. it's just it's another one that's just like a, a if you're working out and you know working out hard is relative, but if you're putting a good effort in three to four times a week, it's something that would be good in your post workout shape. Okay, yeah, cool. And Tyler, what about any? Is that the same setup for yours? Pretty much the exact same setup. Okay. So it'll be protein powder. I put uh, cane sugar in mine. Okay, yeah, just because I have a bunch of it for some reason, and then. Uh, Sometimes creatine, but I usually take that first thing in the morning. So okay, but yeah, protein powder. And okay, then got it. The sugar. It. What's the craziest thing this you've ever seen this guy do? Oh, oh man, man. Like didn't he do some real, work in real life? <laughs> Just hearing him speak right now, because he, he, whatever. Yeah. So that workout was was definitely one of the. Didn't he do some running workout in jean shorts? It, he regularly works out and competes in jean shorts. He yeah. competed. Like, yeah. He was at a competition, but yeah. he wore jean shorts. Jean yeah. shorts, yeah, yeah. All my competitions. But then he became like it's. Kind of, thing it's now. become like urban legend, man. <laughs> oh, so people are looking out <laughs> for are, Tyler. and looking for the jean shorts, dude. You can't just so give it to him once was, and not continue yeah. to give them, you know? That, I think what you're thinking of, there was a 3K run at the beginning was. of yes. the one competition. Yeah. Yeah. It would, that was, which they like blew the horn go, and then he lined up right in front of a garbage can and almost took out the garbage can. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was a rough start to that one. But yeah. dude, why did you line up in front of a garbage I, can? It was, it was, there was a lot of people and not a lot of space, and there was just like a dumpster sticking out there, and, and I, I almost ran right into it like 10 <laughs> steps in when I was videoing see, it, like what is happening because right i feel like people who go to some competitions are going to be dressed with some attire that's appropriate when people yeah, yeah. Uh, when people see you line up in jean shorts and you can run yeah uh they, i don't know i'd be freaked out if i saw you standing yeah it's, it's kind of intimidating for sure like, and this then guy i finished is not like right. ninth it wasn't good i didn't finish very well in that run <laughs> all right cool uh, that might be, yeah, yeah that's probably not don't run in jean shorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not okay. ideal. Um, okay. um, I want to ask you something about uh, me going back to the gym because uh, I, I just uh, why do why do your muscles hurt the way they do? Like yesterday, you guys, uh, I mean Tyler, you were there and Dan did the work. I did what I would consider from like maybe six months ago one of the lightest workouts ever. It was like a little bit on the assault bike, thirty seconds light on the assault bike. Mm-hmm. I did some deadlifts that were seventy-five pound deadlifts, yeah. and I did some. Uh, push-ups mm-hmm. and I gotta tell you I'm like sore today yeah, why like so that's three and a half months about three and a half months where really haven't been doing too much yep. and now I'm coming back what the like I don't even understand why my body's hurting to that level what's happening so you're like completely deconditioned and so your muscles yeah. just well your muscles are first of all completely recovered but then also not used to what's going on so there has to be an adaptation process so you just broke them down again for the first time in forever. And it, they're just like, what the heck is going on? Yeah. So it's going to be, it's going to take you like a good two months 
to like just slowly build on that. But even like next week, it's not going to hurt as bad. No, I even found though, just from that, I was a little yeah. tired today and yeah. literally I would never be tired from that workout a few months ago. Yeah. And now I was like, Oh, I'm kind of feeling that workout yeah. yesterday. That's, that's why what... staying consistent. Well, and obviously you had a concussion and that's like a different story. You can't work out during that, but staying consistent is so huge because to take yourself out of the decon or sorry, out of a condition state into a decondition state and then try to get it back for you could put um you know a whole year's worth of hard work in and then be off for three weeks and then be back at ground zero again yeah. trying oh, yeah. to build it back up right? so how, how how long does it take to lose to de um condition m- muscles and how long do you lose cardio cardio is typically your cardiovascular abilities will go down after two weeks of not doing anything uh it takes a little bit longer uh to lose muscle and that and that will depend to how you're eating and yeah, okay. a bunch of other things. Okay, factors. but I just want to get this straight. I mm-hmm. work on my cardio for a year, mm-hmm. let's say, hypothetically, because yeah. I don't really work on my cardio, <laughs> but let's hypothetically. Well, you're, you're put, I, you put in the Metcon work. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Cardio. Okay, yeah. but then I take two weeks off. Mm-hmm. How far back is my cardio going? Not not super far, but oh, you're okay. going to lose. You're okay. gonna, you're gonna I'm not going back to the, say, to the beginning of the year. No, 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 no. no. Okay. In two weeks... Uh, your first workout back might feel like the first workout. Yeah, of the but year, you'll pick it back yeah. up. But quickly. It, over the next two weeks, you're going to start to feel be- like normal again. Yeah, got it. Okay. But you start to, if if you ramp up to peak conditioning and then off for two weeks. After two weeks, you say that's your peak is 100. percent You're going to be at like 75. percent Okay, but got then it. it doesn't take as long, obviously, to get back to that. But okay, and then am I uh, somebody who's classified as a hard gainer or whatever that term is? I, is that I the would, right term? Yeah, hard gainer. I would say so. Okay, so yeah. what's what is that exactly? Can would you, you look at that bicep vein? How is that Dude, hard gain? That that is. I have nothing. I have nothing here. There's a mind. vein. I see a vein. for everyone listening to this i just want to explain what happened right here tyler was trying to compliment me and saying that he saw a vein on my bicep dan looked at my bicep and said the entire bicep size looks like a vein so i just want to explain who (laughs) what's happening right that's why he's such a good coach man that's why he's like he's the best guy he's the best guy you're a good guy too i I try but i can't lie to you (laughs) no but uh what what uh yeah, what, what is that term? Hard gainer would be somebody who eats all, like eats whatever they want all day, works out, and then they go home and they're down two pounds. So like their metabolism just works at such a high level that they're constantly fighting to either keep weight on and then to put weight on is like, it, it's a, it becomes like a job almost. Yeah, got yeah. it. Okay. So okay. Though, typically like most people hate those people because they're like always complaining like oh i'm so light or oh mm-hmm. i'm so skinny. okay and that's why because i didn't work out for like three and a half months there and i lost weight yes and that was my body composition changing where i'm losing muscle mass yeah. i guess uh, and i'm just some. getting some fat but the trade-off is i'm losing more muscle than fat so i'm actually losing you're, you're, than gaining fat so i'm losing weight yeah and then where like some people could t- who take you know th- who would take three months off and they eat their normal diet and they'll gain 20 pounds. Yeah, got it. So okay. that's the difference in how they're genetically. Okay. Because I noticed I was walking around at like 203, 204 pounds. And oh, then man. after three and a half months, yeah, I, I weighed myself at Radix there mm-hmm. and I was like 197. Okay. So I lost, so you lost about five. Yeah yeah. 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 No more. I lost like seven pounds. Seven. Sorry. Like seven. Math. No, no. I'm just, I'm just like, I was in shock. I was like, holy crap, I'm down seven pounds. Yeah. yeah. And then the thought that goes through my head is like, I'm going to eat, my, I can eat apple pie. Like, I'm just sorry. <laughs> yeah. I can yeah. eat whatever I want, man. That's a good Forget, way to, what am I doing with all yeah. this stuff? I could just eat anything I want. Yeah. Are, are you guys hard gainers? 
No. No. I can like breathe around food and gain some weight if I really wanted to. Okay. Yeah, but but which means you can put on muscle too pretty quickly. Uh, it likes to hang on to fat in my body. Muscle yeah. muscle's a little bit harder to come by for me. Okay. Yeah. I've, for me, I can get up to 220 if I'm working out hard and, uh, and eating a lot. But I sit more naturally when I'm eating healthy and working out around 210. Right now I'm 202 because I was so sick over the... Got it. Okay. Winter, which okay. you and saying I walked around at you saying I was walking around at two or four and then I heard you sigh. Two like I oh, literally yeah. heard you sigh. I was like, <laughs> I know exactly why he's oh doing God. that. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 I Tyler right now. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Dan is walking around yeah. lighter and smaller than Tom. Yeah, tall. I know. <laughs> I heard you sigh. I know exactly I what that was. was like, <gasps> my so life, great. man. What does my life come to? <laughs> Amazing. I love that. Oh my Amazing. gosh, I love that. I'm yeah. gonna tell Nick immediately. Yep. Nick, yep. you're not gonna believe this. When I was 204, I was bigger than Dan. <laughs> yeah, bigger than Dan. <laughs> um, so and then so Tyler, when you people come to the gym, I, yeah. you do such a good job helping everybody. I don't know your mentality with it is so good. You're yeah. so motivating with everyone. Where the heck does that even come from? Like, have you always been help? help I can't speak. Have you always helped people that way? Yeah, man. Honestly, it's just, it's always been that way. I just, I have a good time doing this kind of stuff. It's super motivational for me and for them. And like, I'm having fun. I'm honestly, at the end of the day, just having a good time, pumping people's tires, getting everybody all motivated and ready to go. And it's a good way for me to release some energy and stress. And you know what's cool watching you is that you're like that with every type of person that walks in the gym. Like if some super pumped person athlete walks in, you're yep. pumping them up. But I've seen you be like that with people who walk in the gym who are, I feel like they're 70 years old. I don't know their age, but like, you know, 65, 70 yep. year old. Oh, yeah. And they're on the bike and they're giving everything they everyone got on the gets bike. It. And everyone mm -hmm. gets the same treatment. Yep. You are the master motivator in that way. I and try. just from someone coming to the gym, like we all appreciate it. I don't know how much people give you that feedback, but it is like awesome to walk in. And it's very cool at Radix the way you guys are because I feel like Dan's like this mad scientist who makes these workouts yeah. that are just like, you yeah. will suffer. You will thank me. You will thank yeah. me, yeah. but you will suffer. Fact. You know, and yeah. he's, back, he's back there doing these workouts. Yeah. And I never complain about the workouts, but lots of people, you know. Oh, yeah. I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh, yeah. Tom I, is the biggest complainer I'm, I'm in the gym. I like it. There's this something about me that when I see the workout that Dan uh, puts together for the day, I yeah. have to complain about it first. Like, I'm <laughs> sure. always going to do it, though. Like I sure. always do it, but I have to complain yep. about it. Yep. It sucks. This, why are we doing this? Why do I pay money to come here? This is awful. <laughs> but a, then I never, I want to be there and I'll do it and I'm happy. And then once you do the workout, there's that sense of like accomplishment. Yes. We're like, Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. Big time. Yeah, yeah. The 1130 class was so positive for like three and a half months. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I got back in there and started complaining. I swear to God. And the funny part is I just trick myself because I walk around like I'm such a positive person. Like I just, but meanwhile I go yep. there. Yep. Um, but Tyler handles it so well. He lets me get it all in my system yep. and uh, he encourages me he says that I'm an intermediate rec athlete and, <laughs> uh, actually is. you know what he's even kind of that he says like I'm a games level athlete and I agree with him I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm, of course. if I really put my mind to it I mean I'm I'm, I'm bigger dude than Dan yeah man <laughs> huge <laughs> let's go so, uh, my life and, then, and, and then what do you do, is there any um, when people are coming and who are a little intimidated what's your process for walking people through some of their first few classes because I think that we try to get everybody to come and check this stuff out but yeah. everyone's like Tom I need to go to the gym to get fit to be able to come with you guys and I'm just like no, no no you don't understand we're all over the map like all of us are all different levels yes. and everyone yeah. has different um injuries or different things going on so like you know we're all at different states of health so um you can come at any time yes how do you how do you manage that 
Uh, well, gen- like spend a decent amount of time at the gym, so you get to know like where people are sitting and like injuries and how they feel about stuff and how like loud you can yell at them and whatnot. <laughs> so with new people, I'll just like kind of get a feel for it, like talk to them, see where they're at, see how they feel, and just from there build upon that. And okay, then- and what's the uh, timeline that someone should expect that when they come to Radix and start doing a CrossFit style workout or mm-hmm. you know whatever we want to call it, but like a yeah. functional fitness style workout? Yeah. What do you tell them? They should expect to be able to like ramp themselves up and feel good about coming to the gym. Is there any guidance around that? Not really. Like right out the get go, I'm going to try to get them to feel good. At no point yeah. do I want them to be like, oh, like I don't feel like I can do this. There's it's what the great thing about CrossFit is it's infinitely scalable. So if I see someone struggling with this or having a hard time with that, like you switch it up, you make it to something that they can feel good about doing. As best, like to the best yeah, of your yeah. abilities, obviously. You so can you just explain uh, what scalable means so that uh, everyone understands that? So making it easier or just changing the function of the exercise so that it meets their physical demands. Like let's say someone doesn't have a very good front rack position. It's their first time doing a front squat and they can't get their arms up high enough. Maybe instead of front squats, you get them doing goblet squats or you get some straps out. So instead of gripping the bar, they're holding the straps. So it takes a little bit of pressure off the wrist. It's just something to make the movement feel a little bit more comfortable so that they're not hating their first experience. Okay, and then what? how do you explain what you guys do at Radix versus doing straight up bodybuilding? Like, how do you explain? Because yeah. like someone like me, I just need to explain. Someone like me, I don't think even, I've told Dan this a million times, you don't understand how little I still know about fitness, mm-hmm. but I knew nothing. Like, I didn't understand anything. Like, I had never done bicep curls. Yeah. Like, I didn't understand. I just thought that was going to the gym. You do like some bicep curls, and you go press. to the bench press, and then uh, Ruben showed me that tricep machine once. <laughs> so I did do that. And then, right, yeah. and, and, and you know what? Oh, After I started man. going, doing some CrossFit stuff, about a year or two years, years into it Ruben did take me to his gym and he we did I did do bicep curls with him and mm-hmm. I I uh he, he got the bar and Aiden my son was with us and I started doing them with this bar and it was like a curled bar I guess yeah. it's more comfortable with your, for your hands bar. or something yeah, easy yeah. curl bar whatever yeah. it was and I started doing them and then it, uh he goes Tom you're missing the whole missing the whole point you gotta look in the mirror dude <laughs> you gotta look in the mirror yeah, and I man. guess at, at Radix there's no mirror so you I know, didn't man. know that you look in the mirror so like he turned me to the side and I guess you know he's like you know you gotta watch your form you gotta see if you're getting that, that kind of pump on <laughs> and uh, it was just hilarious and then Aiden did it my son was there and mm-hmm. he did it and he's like okay so I'm like this is hilarious he's learning to go to the gym to look in the mirror and do this thing it just seems all kind of backwards to me but uh, anyway I don't even know where I was headed with that but uh, the, di- the difference the question you had yeah yeah thank yeah. you the uh, the difference between like a bodybuilding style workout or going to the gym to get a pump and and what we do is uh, mostly functionality. But so if you go to the gym and you're trying to you know you do your three sets of ten of your incline decline and flat bench press and then you hit up some biceps, really what you're doing is you're just trying to big build bigger muscles and whatever movements you're using. What we're trying to do is we're trying to give you um, a stronger body. In, or, in order to do that, we need to do compound movements like squats and deadlifts and presses. So we always start off with something like that because it takes a long time to build strength, but strength is something that can last for a lifetime. And as you get older, you need it. You need to have the strength to just function on a normal ability to be able to you know, hang out with your kids, your grandkids, and to, to live life to, your, to the, the fullest. So we always start off with some type of strength. Then we'll go into some type of gymnastics. And gymnastics sounds like it's a bit intimidating, but really it's just learning how to move your body weight properly. 
So we should be able to move external weight like dumbbells and barbells, but we should also be able to move our body really well. And that's what we're teaching when we're doing gymnastics. And that's where the scales come in. Some people are doing handstand push-ups. Some people are doing push-ups. Some people are doing pull-ups. Some people are doing ring rows. These are all things that are working the same movement patterns, but building your foundation of movement with your body and then building you up from there. So we've taken people who could barely do a pull-up and who can do a muscle-up now, which is like the holy grail of gymnastics movements in CrossFit, where you can pull yourself up over the rings and then dip it out. But they don't start there. You know, nobody starts there. You, you build the foundation of movement and you build up from there. So we do some gymnastics. And with the gymnastics, we do core work because we want your core to be strong. That's something that is going to keep you injury-free and moving well for the rest of your life. And then we go into the fun part, which we call METCON, which is, stands for metabolic conditioning. And that's where we get your heart rate up. And we have uh, infinite ways to do that with bikes and rowers and bodyweight movements and kettlebells and whatever else we can figure out. And we just make sure that you work in different time domains, anywhere from seven minutes up from there, because then your heart and your cardiovascular system can adapt to different styles of cardio, which if you do the research and, and you look at it from a scientific point of view, is how you stay healthy in the long run. So if you're just running marathons, that's not necessarily healthy for your heart either. That's good for an aerobic base, but using the intervals, stuff like that is what we do and what we teach. And in an hour, I, you who thinks you're coming in and you, you know, you're not an athlete, you don't know anything. I just coached you like I would coach a professional athlete. I'm getting you stronger. I'm allowing you to move your body better and I'm getting you in shape. Like, what more could you want from me? Man? No, it's really good. No, no, no. I, I, I'll, I mean, obviously, I'm a fan, right? But it's yeah. really good. And the gymnastic stuff. Did Mark get his first muscle up? I think that's so the, cool. During I the know, Open. And he was like, gave out one of those like module man Okay, roars. so we won't mention Mark's last name because I don't know if he wants us to talk about him. Can yeah. you just mention Mark is like how old? Mark is in his 40s. He's in 40s. I yeah. feel like he's probably never done a muscle up before in no, his life. No. He And then uh, how long did it take him to get the... Uh, he's been a member for over a year. and That's not too long. So no. he was able to go from not mu- not doing a muscle up and, and doing one now. Yeah. And, and he's serious, right? Like he, he shows up every day and he like... He's the guy who texts me like, you're going to be in at 5.30 this morning? Like, yeah, Mark, I'm going to be there. He's like, I'll see you there. All right. So he comes in. He puts in extra work before and after the classes. So I'll, like, I'll be completely honest with you know his approach. His approach is he wants to be as good as possible. He loves to challenge himself. So I give him work to challenge himself. But, um, yeah, he just he bought into the whole system that we have. And so he, he, he takes he, it 100% seriously. And what, what, he went from, like, not being able to do a kipping pull-up to doing a muscle up in the open. And then he did like nine more of them afterwards because yeah, like yeah. the found, that's what I'm talking about. Foundation. We build the foundation so you can move well. It's not like you do one muscle up where you, well, I'm cutting in other, uh, where you almost like die. Uh, no, like he did the muscle up and he gave out a roar and then we got back at it cause we still had more time and he got like nine more muscle. That's crazy, man. Really that cool. is crazy. Yeah. Uh, the muscle you said it it's the whole I don't know what it is maybe it's like for the rec athlete person the muscle up feels oh, like yeah. the holy grail it's man. Nice. if you can pull yourself up yeah. over the bar or over those rings, rings yeah. it feels so good man yeah. when you're like on top of the world you really point, feel right? like you're on top <laughs> yeah. of the world yeah you really you're feel up like in the it. air you're looking down at everybody like, yeah, 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 yeah 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 <laughs> yeah it's really good 
Um, okay, so the me- the metabolic conditioning stuff. Yes. How come the the those metcons that we do mm-hmm. aren't like forty minutes? Like sometimes they are, mm-hmm. but like usually Rarely. they're they're much shorter. Why is that? Like to, so usually they're like I feel like uh, correct me if I'm wrong, ten to twenty minutes. Yeah, that's I would say the most normal range. Which uh, the two reasons. One is I have an hour class and I'm trying to get you stronger and move better and in shape at the same time. So typically I'm left with with those time domains, but with interval training, you don't need that much longer to do. Like you don't need to do it much longer to get the full benefits of it. So like if, if I throw you through, so that's intervals, enough to get my cardiovascular oh, yeah. system. Like you've heard of Tabata, right? Yeah. So the, the Dr. Tabata for the Japanese uh, Olympic uh, team, he designed that workout to get the most can you benefit. describe what that is? Yeah, so it's 20 seconds on of whatever exercise you want to do. They, uh, they, I think they did uh, sprints. Uh, and then 10 seconds rest. So it's a two-to-one work-to-rest ratio. And you do that for eight rounds. So it's a four-minute workout. And they were getting crazy benefits from working out hard for four minutes. Crazy benefits in what? Crazy benefits in Car- doing longer workouts? Like could Car- they go then run like Tyler was running that 3K or whatever? Like you can you do Tabata to improve your 3K run? So uh, everything, your body is like likes to adapt to what you do. So if you're tr- specifically training for a 3K, you should run 3Ks. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But to get them in better sprint shape, they, like he didn't have to work for longer than, have them work for longer than the four minutes to get results. Right. So what I tell people is like, we're looking to give you just enough stimulus to create adaptation. So I don't need to give you more than that. So I'm going to take the lowest hanging fruit. I'm going to give you just enough to create change. And then I'm going to do that again and again, your body will adapt. Great. If I, if I give you too much, you can't handle that's when we're going to have injuries and you're going to be like, I can't move for a whole week and I can't recover. Okay. But can I get better at a 20 minute Metcon? That's like some wall balls and some, I don't know, burpees and some, you know, something with the bar, like, I don't know, maybe some deadlifts or something. I don't know. That's a horrible, no, no, that's not a bad combo. Can I, can I get better at doing um, that by just doing that? Or can I get better at doing a 20 minute Metcon with some exercises by doing half an hour runs and some strength stuff? Like, can I get better at the Metcons by just doing Metcons? Yes, you can, but you can also get a benefit from doing longer distance stuff as well from what a heart be, rate standpoint. Okay. So what's the benefit? I just won't get as tired if I do yeah. longer stuff. So I, yeah, your heart rate, your heart will adapt with the longer, anything kind of in the 30 to 60 minute range. Uh, you're building your aerobic base. So your body's ability to use oxygen as energy becomes a lot better and your heart rate sits lower and then your ability to recover between exercises gets better. But like this is like that kind of stuff is what I'm what I use with like CrossFit competitors. Yeah, right? Like it. you don't okay. you don't have to do that. You don't stuff. need that. Like yeah. I can have you do 20 minute Metcon. I, honestly, I think I could take anybody, make them do a 20 minute AMRAP. Okay, just let's make it super simple of uh, wall balls and rowing calories. Okay, have them do a couple of different styles of that workout over three weeks, retest it, and they'll do better. Hmm. They'll okay. do better the second okay. time, guaranteed. They're mentally, physically, they'll be more adapted to do better. Okay, yeah. why do I like to pick up things off the floor, like heavy things off the floor, versus running? Is that a mental thing? That's or a do man you think, thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But is it also like a mental thing, or is it just uh, like, no, like, 
some people just are better at picking up or not better. I don't want to say better, but like enjoy lifting heavy things off the ground versus running. Is that mental yeah. or really some people are just wired differently? No, I think, yeah, wired differently because I just, I did a podcast yesterday with one of our members who's loving, like he runs marathons and he's loving the CrossFit stuff and it helped him get way better at his marathon, but he still loves running. Right. So Not he's enjoying the barbell stuff and, and whatnot. But he first like he has a happy place while he runs, right? So okay. I think it's it, to each his own. Whereas like me, give me a heavy barbell and I'm the happiest person on planet. For sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Nick's that way too. Yeah. Ty, uh, Tyler, are you that way? I not feel so like much I for the you. the heavy stuff. It like so I'm not the strongest person in the gym. Everyone knows that. I'm like on the. You say that, but dude, I don't know, man. I see you lift around he's, these. Uh, yeah, he's genetically weak. Genetically so. weak, yes. Oh no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not weak. I'm not weak by any he's means. But I'm not. I'm not. Like pound per pound, I'm not the strongest person in the world. I definitely have like my top end strength is definitely one of my weaknesses. Yeah, but uh, for some so reason, he's, that, you know, he's what comparing it, himself against like what top CrossFitters. Yeah, would be okay, yeah. Like so it's like okay. a different kind like, of. Maybe it's because stick. I just like you or something. It bothers me when I hear you say that. I don't know why. <laughs> and it's it's just like, the oh, truth. That's like Tyler, you don't speak like that about yourself. Okay? <laughs> like if I'm if I'm like working out with like, like you're my son right now, <laughs> Listen, dude. You don't talk about yeah, yourself. Like yeah, that. come on, no, yeah. no, no. But it's it's and I don't see it as a bad thing. It's just that's the way that I am. I'm not like if I'm compared up to John or Jacob or even Jeff sometimes, depending on what we're doing. Uh, even just, Jeff, even Jeff, no. yeah, <laughs> poor Jeff. They're just uh, like from a strength side of things, stronger than me for sure. Yeah, it's, it's but, and it's a gen like it's literally like it's not like he doesn't put in the work, but it just genetically some people are more predisposed to move certain movements better. Okay, like, I guess where his I, squat form is the best I've it's ever crazy, seen anybody man. have. It's crazy. Um, and his top like his top end that he's ever done is, is on a like a really high level. What's your heaviest squat that you've done? Not that it matters. I'm just curious. Like what can at at Radix? Uh, he squatted heavier before because that he went through like a. Is this phase something of I shouldn't be asking? Heavy. No, 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 no. This is great. Uh, no, 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 no. Like before Radix, I was I think. 375 was my all time because I did I did like just a strength thing for a while there no Metcons and it was like squatting multiple times a week. so you're at 375 as a squat and you're like I'm not really strong <laughs> I just want to give perspective for that <laughs> yeah. okay yeah. I get it now I know where you're coming okay. from okay it's all context yeah. it's context yeah. Yeah. 375 because I think I think I've squatted 315 once where Dan got me to do it and yeah. I was like I felt like Hercules yeah three plates is good yeah, yeah that's yeah, unreal yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay Got but it. he's like he's the, in his the, 20s and no and the mobility that he has the biggest thing I found is that coming to the gym and the reason I like doing the gymnastics is I feel that it kind of helps my form my shoulders yeah, and stuff yeah. a little bit whereas I was sitting over a computer for like 10 years straight so that when I started coming I feel like my shoulders are just always even Four. now it's rounded but at mm. least I'm aware of it like I'm pretty convinced the muscles between your shoulder blades what are yes. those called rhomboids rhomboids and I'm pretty traps. convinced I had zero like yeah, I'm yeah. not sure how much I, and most like, people do because I think I remember Rachel, your wife saying, yeah. okay, Tom, move your, um, you move these shoulder blades closer together. And I'm like, I can't, there's like, <laughs> it's not there. Can you put, there's no, nothing there. And I think it took like two years and now I can kind of do it, yeah. you know, yeah. after that, like that, six years of going to the gym. That's the problem when you uh, work out looking in the mirror guys. Yeah. You don't work the muscles in, that are not in the mirror. Yep. Yeah. And those really. are the most important we're, ones we're for your shoulders. Ru we're bringing Ruben onto this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but I his, miss Ruben, But man. Tyler's form is freaky. Like it's your really mobility, you just naturally have that mobility. But I think now I've learned when you're lifting heavy weights on some of the Olympic lifts, mm -hmm. like I think I personally, I'm, I'm a little scared of the snatch and... 
I think uh, it's not something that I practice at all, but I, I, I just feel like when that mobility over my head, when I'm holding the bar, I feel like it's always a little too forward mm-hmm. and that like I just can't stabilize. You'll know better than me what if I'm saying is accurate or no, not. That's accurate. But I feel like when I watch Tyler do it and, and you, you guys mm-hmm. are like, like I feel like your your ass is to the ground, like you're squatted way down. Your shoulders are right back. Your, yeah. your, your, you know, your your hands are perfectly set, and you can just kind of hold the weight like that. It's a, it's amazing to watch. Yeah, you He's, know? he sits perfectly into overhead squat without any type of mobility work. I spent five years of my life trying to get in that position. Yeah, yeah <laughs> and I have to warm up for an hour to get there before I work out. Yeah, I so feel like Nick's gotten different. better at his mobility. Yeah, he yes. spent a lot of time yeah. too. Yeah, he and his handstand. My nieces both are uh, did competitive dance for many years, so they can walk on their hands and do those flips. My daughter does the front aerials and okay. all those aerial kind of stuff. Crazy. And uh, you know, she's on her hands and stuff. And my, like I said, my nieces are as well. And on the hol- over the holidays, Nick was showing them videos of him walking on his <laughs> hands because he was so proud of it because yeah. he had such bad, I think, shoulder mobility. Yeah, really, Is yeah. that what was happening? Yes. He couldn't balance himself. His, he couldn't walk his, out his uh, arms. His either. biceps are so big that it affects his whole body. I want yeah, that problem. He, he <laughs> that's <laughs> an okay no, but, problem but, to have. So, so the reason is his bicep muscle is tight and that's mm-hmm. why he can't straighten out he his arm. can't straighten his arm yeah. out completely. And that's just from going to a regular gym doing bicep curls and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I wish I knew that Nick at Gold's gym. Like, he must have hit it hard, man. Yeah. Those I biceps think, are unreal. I think he... Well, and, and Nick's... If you don't know Nick's story, like, Nick actually broke, got his jaw broken... Like the sequence, I think, of Nick going to the gym was his friend was going to uh, the club, the government, I think it was. Uh, was a big Toronto, one down, downtown. Downtown. Yeah. They got into a fight afterwards. Not Nick, uh, his friend. Mm-hmm. And then um, Nick stepped in and tried to like just kind of settle the situation. Like, hey, guys, like just kind of like break it up a little bit. And then these other people had a friend with a beer bottle in her hand oh, no. and sideswiped Nick across the jaw. Oh. And then Nick the next morning woke me up at home at our parents' house. I was still living at home. And uh, he said, hey, Tom, can you take like, I, my tooth's loose? Can you take me to the dentist? And the only dentist we could find was like downtown Toronto. We took him there. The lady comes out of the waiting room and said, look, we've already called the hospital, the closest hospital. Rush your brother there right now. Take him to emergency. He has a full broken jaw. <laughs> and he went to bed and slept. He had no he idea. He had, he, had no idea. he had no idea. What? And so we rushed him to emergency. At emergency, they were waiting for us. Yeah. We got there and they took him in and they said, look, we have an operating table available right now. You have to decide. Do you want us? to re I don't know if it was re broke rebreak it because it was only a day or a night but right yeah. rebreak it and set it yeah. and wire his mouth shut for like 6 weeks or 2 months or something like oh. that or you can think about it maybe it was like you can think about it and we'll have to rebreak it oh, because okay. we can't operate like can't, today uh, or yeah, something like that um, but you have to decide right now and we couldn't get a hold of our parents yeah. and so I remember Nick and I just looking at each other in the yeah. little waiting area you know those little things they put you in in the yep. hospital to wait yeah. and I we just both shrugged and I'm like I guess you do it and he's like yeah I guess I do it <sighs> and he went into surgery and I called, got a hold of our parents and his jaw was wired shut um, all because he tried to you know, break up a fight, break up a fight yeah, when somebody yeah. sideswiped him with a beer bottle. Yeah. And that, I think, taught him. That's when he started doing some mixed martial arts stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was working I, with I think Joey. he was going to Gold's Gym, and that guy Joey was in the back Joey of Gold's Gym in Mississauga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah combat arts, because he was like... I think Nick said he like uh, yeah he took a couple shots to the face and stuff after doing. I think this. he sparred with Claude Patrick, who is a UFC fighter. Yeah, I think Nick mentioned day. that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. So he was doing Gold's Gym and doing some of this stuff, but that was his journey. Like, hey, I'm never gonna let this happen to yeah. me again. Yeah. I need to like 
get a little bit stronger and know how to protect myself yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And I think at Gold's Gym, I think back then anyway, like that's what Just you did. You did bicep. Yeah, yeah, you did. You did bench and bicep curls. I mean, it worked. I would never want to fight Nick. <laughs> Seeing that, like, would you yeah, want to fight? We're definitely complimenting him too much. <laughs> yeah, now. You're right. We're, we're you're right. way over yeah. the compliments. Yeah. We got to start I bringing got, it. We I got went. one good arm and I was still knock him out. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Okay, now we're back on. Now we're back on track. Um, so, uh, Tyler, where you at Radix right now? You do which classes? I don't even know your schedule. Can you break it out for me? Uh, you do morning classes. So we- Monday, I do the Monday morning and the Monday night. Then Tuesday, and then it just flip flops from there. Tuesday morning, Wednesday night, Thursday morning, Friday night. Okay, which and is I- like six a.m., nine thirty a.m., uh, five thirty, and six thirty p.m. Okay. And then we have midday classes, but those are more specialty classes. Okay. But he's and hitting all, like a lot of those classes. He's and coaching. And for people, you met, we we talked about Mark. He's coming like five days a week. Yeah. He's in his forties or whatever. Mm-hmm. How do you guys manage that? Like when he walks in, do you kind of gauge if he's tired and kind of change it? Or do you ask him for he, feedback? He's there, like people like he'll, that. He'll, he'll tell give you feedback. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Oh, yeah. He'll, he'll tell know. you if he's feeling good yep. or not feeling yeah. good. Yeah. Okay. And you just generally talk to people throughout the class, see how they're feeling, see how they're sitting, and you you can tell like when someone's like extra sore or tired that day like you just you get a feel for people and can someone in their 40s do that come five days a week yes 100 percent. that's what you want out of it yeah okay. you can do anything tom yeah you yeah, can yeah, as, yeah, long yeah. As, as long I as you know, want it. i guess i never know how much recovery um i just personally need i feel like some weeks i can come five days a week yeah. and then depending on what we have going on at rockstar yeah if mm-hmm. i feel like if i do five days a week and layer in our schedule yeah I'm like, holy smokes, yeah. like I'm beaten into the ground. Yeah, and yeah. I never want to feel that way. So I haven't found like the perfect scenario of like five days w- these weeks and other times not. So like the, I, the days when you're feeling beat up like that, you can still go into the gym. You just do like that's when we do aerobic, what we call aerobic capacity work. We, we work at what is like a 50 to 60 percent effort over a 30 minute period on a couple cardio machines. You get your blood flow going. You feel way better afterwards. And it actually helps with the recovery yeah. process. That helps. OK, so if I do that kind of thing, I don't need even more sleep uh, no. to recover because it's like the heart rate you're working at is like it's low. So you're not like you're not on there for half an hour, like going at it. You're like you could talk to the guy next to you, but you're moving for a half an hour. So you the, uh, again, the blood flow everywhere is good for you. Um, and what blood flow does is bringing nutrients to the broken down muscles, which is going to help you feel better. And I, you always leave feeling better and you're going to come notice in. that when I leave, whenever I'm multiple times, I've not wanted to go to the gym. Yeah, yeah. for not sure. It's, to go Tyler. To it's Tyler, right? <laughs> totally. Oh, yeah. Fucking guy. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. po- so yeah. positive, yeah. man. Screw yeah. this shit. What the hell, man? How's he dying? Yeah. So I have been told I'm too positive sometimes. I'm no, man. Take it back you are. No, bit. dude. I think no. all of us in our lives are battling. The, the thing I really appreciate is like, we all have crazy stuff going on in life. You included. Yeah. And when you have someone like you yeah. greeting you at the door, it feels like cheers. Yeah. Yay. What's going on? You know, when you walk in and Tyler's greeting <laughs> yeah. everybody and no, He's, no. Or dude. scaring them. Scaring is, that's a new thing that I love scaring people is he'll that like, little window right at the front door. When they first walk in and they don't think anybody's watching them and then he'll scream their name. And then they're <laughs> yeah. like, I'm like, dude, somebody's going to have a heart attack. Oh, I don't even need to scream sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, uh, one of my favorite Suzanne. times is I think Tyler <laughs> was going to do something like that to me, but I stopped at the door and I turned and I locked Tim Hong out of the, out of the gym. Remember? Yeah. And you're like, oh my God, yeah. what are you he doing? <laughs> yeah. That was like, that did happen. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I was not expecting yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. He just turned around and locked the door. Yeah, I was yeah. like, wait, what yeah, is yeah, yeah, happening? Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So you can go five days a week. You, you don't need more. Well, okay. Can we just talk about sleep a little bit? Yeah. 100%. Somebody, so it's not you guys, you're in your twenties, you're in your thirties. I'm mm-hmm. in my, uh, like I said, 47 this month. Yeah. How much sleep do I need? 
coming if I came to yeah, yeah. Like, no no what's the answer to that? Uh, it's very uh, and I've measured you know you know I've measured everything yeah, I've done all the HRV and, stuff so it, it's each human being will have their kind of tolerance of what's the best for them but you're to get the most out of your sleep which arguably sleep is more or just as or if not more important than the food you eat for recovery process and stuff like that. I just think like all the um, hormone processes in your body, all the recovery processes that your brain healing from, you know, whatever you learned that day and, and processing all that information, that's all happening when you sleep. So if you're skimping out on that, and especially if you're skimping out on that to watch, a, you know, an hour more of Netflix and, and eat some Doritos, like it's literally the worst thing you can do for yourself because if if so optimally somewhere around eight hours is what you're looking to get and then for like elite athletes who train like multiple hours a day you're looking up to 10 hours to to get that recovery process going but without it like you're just missing out on all kinds of stuff your your cortisol levels to for them to work optimally you need sleep right but that also like um how much fat you carry, how much muscle you have, your body's ability to recover for performance like that. That's so when all you're working, cause I know you work with a lot of people at the gym, but you now mm. also do stuff online kind of over the internet where you're coaching people, yeah, right? I have how, a lot of online coaching. Clients. So how do you gauge that with people that you, they just tell you, here's how I'm feeling. Here's like, are you asking for certain body measurements? Like how do you, it depends on the goals. So each, each one of my clients has goals. Are you working with people uh, with goals online like that? Like elite athletes or rec style? So like too? I, yeah. So, I have um, I do online programming for uh, the fullback for the Toronto Argos, and then I have guys who who literally just was like um, I hate the way I look. Like he li- like I have a client in Barry hated the way he looked, hated the way he felt. He's in his uh, mid forties, um, and I helped him lose twenty pounds. And awesome. he said he's never felt so good about himself in his life. Like that kind of stuff. That's like I, that's what I, I like that even more than the. The athletes, they'll always be athletes. They do whatever I say. Mm-hmm. The guy would jump off a bridge if he thought it would give him better back yeah, squat. Yeah, yeah, you know? I've done that it. before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's done yeah. that too. What bridge did you jump off of? <laughs> Nagao bridge. Dude, what? What? Yeah, Actually, no, it wasn't Nagao. It was upper middle. But the one like right before, you know, Nagao and upper middle? Yeah. The yeah. Intersection yeah, yeah. there? I jumped off By the... By Glen Abbey Golf Course. Yeah, I jumped off the upper middle bridge. Dude. Over the golf course. <laughs> Not from the middle. I would have died. It was, but no, it was I pretty know, high dude, up. It was like, that bridge is like, but even at the sides. Yeah, it was high. I broke my ribs. Dude, why did you, what are you talking about? That bridge is in the middle. You would have died. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. At the oh, yeah. side. Well, but even leading up, that bridge gets pretty high yeah. pretty quick. Yeah. It, it hurt. It why did good. you jump off that bridge? Uh, so I feel I, like, like there's a series of bridges you yeah, jumped off yeah. of. That's a dare? This that was, was a no, dare. no, no. This was a shortcut. This, so I was, was on my, I was on my way home from Blockbuster. <laughs> I'd rented some movies. Okay. I was going home. And, <laughs> and it was like fall-ish. So there was like this massive pile of leaves at the bottom of a tree. And it was like maybe a two-story jump. Okay. So, okay. So 20 feet. Something like that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. So I was like, I'm going to jump, cut the ravine. Because it would take like pretty much right to my house if I just followed okay. the ravine. So were you, do you, when you make these decisions, are you like just in full, like I have this vision of you just running with videos in a backpack or yeah. something where you're just like, oh yeah, boom. And you just do it without even sec- like, or do you stop and analyze the situation before like you quick, quick little, like, yeah, that looks look good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you yeah, jumped yeah. and you broke, you broke your ribs. Yeah. I missed the leaf pile and landed like <laughs> on my back and just smashed my ribs. It took me like, but dude, a, were you by yourself? Yeah. 
Don't do this. No, I know. I, I never told my parents. They thought I was like super sick for a summer, but I was just, it was just broken ribs. How do you know they were broken ribs? You went to the hospital by yeah, yourself? Yeah, I ended up going to the hospital and they're like, yeah, you broke your ribs. There's nothing we can broken do. Broken ribs are not fun. Have you jumped I've off anything else? I've had two broken ribs. Horrible. There's, I'm sure I have. Yeah. Okay. I'm not All sure. Right, nothing else comes to mind. Yeah. Dude, because that bridge is high, man. Yeah, that was not. That was, uh, that was one of my least favorite experiences. That and the brand was pretty bad, too. What was that? The he brand? Brand, he, he brand? You know like how cattle get branded? You got branded? With yeah. a belt buckle. Yes. How? Uh, we threw it in a fire. <laughs> this is like you guys were out, some buddies, everyone's been drinking? No, no alcohol. This was like high school. This is <laughs> before I was, alcohol was involved. Yeah. Really? Yeah, man. And I didn't have like, a very stellar thought process back in the day. No, no. You just, I feel like you just go with the flow. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so someone said, hey, you should brand yourself. You're like, yeah. Yeah. And, you, and, we, but, and we did it. I was the first one and we found out the wrong way to do it. Because that, you must have killed yourself. <laughs> oh, it just like, so we thought it would leave like a cool impression and like something, you know, cool. And then it just melted the skin and. Fried it, yourself. Yeah. It was just a big circle where what part of your body like on my stomach and my side do you still here. have a scar there yeah it's like a big purple thing you want to see it yeah <laughs> it's not really purple right here <laughs> you see that circle yeah i totally do yeah. holy smokes man when i shower it turns purple what else have you done Ugh, dude i don't like you run, a, in, jean, you run episode, in jean right? short, you, you, the weirdest thing is you, you have such a good heart Thank and you. And you take care of people and yeah. you train them. And like, I see you do this with yeah. all walks of every type of person who walks in. And then for yourself, it's like, ah, I, screw it. Yeah. I'm just going to throw just, myself. Tom, I take care of Tyler now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how he survives. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's the weirdest combo of stuff, Tyler, because you do all this stuff, but then you're also like a coffee snob. Yes. It's like, I know. It's, like it's this I know. weird kind of combination of stuff. Anomaly. It's all, there's, it, it, there's no rhyme. Okay, I, 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 we got, I know I'm holding you guys too long. We got to no, wrap up. I, I want to ask you one other thing. There's this trend in the fitness industry now which mm -hmm. i think benefits you guys is like there's these other gyms that have functional fitness now there's like rowing gyms like i think it's orange theory orange where theory, i don't know yeah. too much about orange it but you row to keep a heart rate, heart rate yeah. and uh, so now there's not just like you know gyms where you go for like bodybuilding you can go to something like that where mm -hmm. where is like i'm like oh i could have seen that interesting me if i didn't find you guys or there's other gyms that are kind of like crossfit like um there's f45, an f45 yeah. type gyms i feel yep. like there's two or three other ones i'm forgetting their names yeah. but there's all that kind of stuff which i think is kind of cool because to me what's happening it's introducing people to all this other types of fitness yep. then it's not as intimidating and movements and yeah and because use your legs during a workout totally because kind of yeah. when i first went into like like a place like radix when mm -hmm. i see people throwing out like you know, bars over their heads or Tyler, if I saw you with a purple scar on your, on your stomach and throwing, I, I would, honestly, I would have been intimidated. And now I'm, I realize, Oh no, that's just fitness. Like that's the kind of stuff that you do. And it's not intimidating really at all anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think that's kind of good for Radix and for your type of stuff, because yeah. I think it's introducing people to all these it's new a, movement patterns. It's a gateway drug, Tom. Yeah, no, no, totally. <laughs> yeah. No, it is right. You see it the yeah. same way. Yeah. yeah. Because uh, people, what the biggest thing is, first of all, that people move. So many people just sit around all day and they don't move. Totally. So you got to move. Yeah. And then when you're introduced to being able to move, like in F45, you would be moving your body weight a lot. That's great. Like you need to learn how to move your body weight, step ups and lunges and that kind of stuff. So like it's teaching people to get out and do it. And honestly, if you enjoy doing it, you, you like, that's it. You've, you've found something where totally. for the rest of your life you can move and be happy and healthy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and if that's for you, if that's Zumba or dancing, like get at it, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, you got, you got to move. I don't care what it is. If it's CrossFit or jujitsu or uh, F45 Zumba, 
um, to each his own. Yeah, but the, yeah, totally. the major thing is that every single day you get some movement in your body, you get your heart rate up a bit, you become a little bit stronger and that like we're going to be so much better off in your older years or as you get older. Yeah, two last things I didn't tell mm-hmm. you. Though, or last uh, bit, since my concussion and I wasn't working out, I was actually getting out of bed with a stiff back. Yeah. And I was realizing, I'm like, oh my gosh, thank God I go to the gym regularly because I feel like if I got older, I could see how people have stiff backs. It's not that they can't go to the gym. It's that they haven't been moving their body, so exactly. their body stiffens yeah. up. And it was already happening to me. I'm yeah. like, holy crap. And when this you is- sit for you know how long every day, your hip flexors shorten up, and then it's pulling on your back and you get this horrible like snowball effect of what happens totally so yeah. new appreciation that so thank you just for what you guys help me personally do mm-hmm. and then dan a little bit i will probably have you on closer to you doing this but okay. you're going to do the what are you gonna, yes. what are you going to do what's the challenge so we have a uh, my brother's a charity called the dream dealer and i want to raise some money so i come up with brilliant ideas when that kind of stuff happens so i told my members that i would assault like one calorie for every dollar raised in a 12-hour period i would do all the calories in 12 hours and then it took off a little bit more than that you want to so you're <laughs> so, gonna ride this so if you don't know what the assault bike is it's like a stationary bike that you ride the bike but it also has those handles arms. that you kind of move back and forth with your arms so yeah. you're moving your upper and body you, and yeah. you're cycling and you're it's basically a, a torture fan. device yeah, yeah and you're moving the it. fan because the faster you pedal the harder it, it, yeah. it, it gives you that resistance yeah. back yep. so you're gonna do that for 12 hours 12 non-stop. hours um i have to burn seven thousand calories and then we raise more than seven thousand dollars so my brother who never works out he's hopping in on it to like dude, if he else. never works out and he's going to ride the bike for 12 hours yeah, straight. He's going to die. He's a Tyson man. He's going to die. Yeah. No, he's going to. No, he'll do like, it, but he'll die. Like he's I have no. Yeah. It's going to hurt. Yeah. He, so he came into the gym and we'll have a video clip and he's like, and we did a video being like, you know, we're raising so much money. Mike's going to assault bike. And Mike's like, yeah, I'm going to assault bike right now. And he's like seven minutes in Tyler was there and he's like, why are we doing this? Yeah, it's like, going to be the worst feeling. It's going to be a rough. <laughs> so he's like, people need to know that this is not easy. Wait this a second, Tyler, you're not doing this. Uh, I, I don't he, know. Am I going to be suckered he, into this? So as well? depending I, on how much I, money I, we I, I raise, like he was going to do burpees for what overflow of what else we can. Honestly, I never thought this would hit it the way it would like okay. we're at we're over nine thousand dollars right now and the charity is for the dream dealer and and it's um we have a house in haiti where we clothe and feed and clean water um schooling 150 children and so 100 percent of everything we raise goes down there for that and uh we're, we're actually looking at buying a piece of land where we can teach them how to farm it and they can become sustainable with food that way and also jobs and stuff like that. So that's what we're trying. That's what the, where's all the money's and going. And when is this going to happen? March, you said? April. April, sorry. Yeah, April. I'm still waiting to hear back from Guinness World Records because I was going to kill two birds with one stone. You know. Do you think they'll follow up? I they Man, I paid five bucks. Yeah, yeah. They, they better <laughs> follow like, yeah. They got like 12 hours. They wanted, so they 12? gave me 12 weeks with the $5 one. And then they had an option. If you want to hear back from us this week, it's only a thousand dollars. And I was like, no, yeah. that's a thousand dollars. I could go for oh, those kids. It. So man. yeah, that's running it yeah. like a business. I see. Yeah. What they're up to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. marketing it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Smart guys. Cool. So, uh, <clears throat> how do people find out more about Radix and you guys? Yeah. So you can go on uh, radixperformance.com. We have all our classes there and everything. Uh, like if you want to know more and you want to talk to me, I'm always open, always open to talk to people. So Radix performance at live.com. You can send me a personal message. That's my personal email and I can, I help people out all over the GTA. So whether cool. that's like fitness goals or nutrition goals or coming up with a comprehensive program to get you where you want to be, 
uh, I can do it all, and I've helped people do it all, so I'm more than open for that. So and Radix Performance at live.com. Live.com. Okay. That's my personal email. And on Instagram? Instagram at Radix Dan, at Radix Gym, either or. You'll find a lot of cool stuff on there. Cool. We have a, we have a lot of fun at the gym, man. It's, like, weird yes, that when you're, like, when you're, it's your living, like, it's, you know, you never picture your living being something so much fun you do every day. So it's pretty pretty cool to hang out there. You can come hang out with us. You might end up jumping off a bridge or something. But. No jumping off a bridge, <laughs> but you might get your first muscle up and feel like king of the world. Yeah. There you go. So I uh, appreciate everything you guys do, man. Yeah, thank you thank for you. coming in and chatting. Thanks, awesome. Guys. Thanks, yeah. Tom. Awesome. Hey, everyone. Hopefully you enjoyed that. If you want to reach out to Dan, you can get him at radixperformanceatlive.com. That's his personal email address. Um, thanks to Dan and Tyler for coming out and chatting. And remember, if you're listening to this and want to communicate with us in a different format, ask us some questions. You can do that through our Instagram. And that's at rockstarinnercircle.com. Alex on our team and I have committed to 60 days of direct engagement on any questions that are coming through that particular channel. So you can reach us on Instagram at rockstarinnercircle. That's it for now. Until next time, your life, your terms.